you have your Bibles, you please turn in Ephesians chapter 1. And while you're turning there, I would like to invite any children who would feel comfortable and like to, to come join me up front here as we talk about this Bible passage. So come on if you'd like to. You don't have to, but if you'd like to. Thank you, Lincoln. <laughs> come on. All right, y'all can sit down here on the floor, too. Great, all right. Yeah, that's your sister, I know. Y'all have to sit, okay. All right, well, I'm so glad that y'all came up here to join me. You know, a lot of times we sit in church, and we think that, uh, man, y'all are going to just preach with me, aren't you, this morning? All right. We sit in church, and we think, this, these sermons are just for adults, aren't they? These don't matter to me. But, you know, they do. And in the book of Ephesians, do y'all know who wrote Ephesians? Anybody know? Anybody know? Who? The apostle. The Bible. The in the Bible. That's right. The apostle. Anybody know which apostle it was? It's Paul. It was the apostle Paul. And he was writing to people in a church called Ephesus. And he was writing to mommies and daddies. He was writing to adults and colleges. But also, you know, he was writing to children. He was. He was writing to children. Is that y'all? Listen to what he says in, in God's word in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. He just got done talking about a marriage, and now he wants to talk to the children. He says, children, listen up, children. Obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. He took the time to talk to children. He says, you know, the gospel is not just for mommies and daddies. It's not just for adults. It's for children, too. And the first thing he said there he said, children, obey your parents. What are some ways you can obey your parents? By helping? What a great idea. What else? By... <laughs> okay, keep thinking. What else? Go ahead. By not disobeying, sure. <laughs> Surprise them by doing something they didn't even ask you to do? What a great idea. <laughs> and that... Uh, Paul also says, not only are you to obey, he says you should honor your parents. You might know what it means to honor. Just a minute. If someone says, give a half of a cookie, and you say, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it says, honor your parents. Anybody know what it means to honor your parents? Does it mean to respect them? It means to show love for them? Means to maybe do something they didn't even ask you to do. Again, a great idea. One best application I've heard. I think the most important thing the Apostle Paul wanted the children of Ephesus to know, and what God's Word wants the, wants you as children to know too. What God is trying to teach you is that the number one way that you can live out the gospel, the number one way that you can please the Lord and obey Him and follow Him, is by what. That's it. That is exactly right. Very good. Y'all can go be seated. Thank you for joining me. Didn't they do great? 
Let's pray and ask God to bless our study of his word. Father, we thank you that as Jesus taught us that as such is the kingdom, that we are to come to you with childlike obedience. And so, Lord, help us in that, we pray in Christ's name. Amen. I find it very fascinating, and I hope you did as well, that here in God's word, the Apostle Paul takes the time to address children, to talk to the children of the church in Ephesus. Remember, Paul was their pastor. He was their church planter. He was their missionary. He was their elder brother in the faith. And so he was writing to encourage the whole church, all of the folks of the church, to encourage them in their faith and encourage everyone in all walks of life. And I think there's just this important principle here in Ephesians chapter 6, that the gospel is not just for adults. The gospel is for children too. It's for all of God's people. So here we see Paul is playing the role of the children's pastor. And here he's specifically addressing the children of the church and how for the rest of their lives they are to grow in Christ. They are to have a a vibrant Christian faith, even in the early years. And so you may remember back in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21, that we have this very broad general statement that the apostle gives here, that we're to submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. And so here we see this, this command, this instruction, even expanded more broadly, not just to adults, not just to parents, and not just to husbands and wives, but to children. Specifically, children are to be in submission to their parents. And they practically do this by obeying, by honoring their mother and their fathers. And we all know that child obedience is paramount in a Christian home. A, a Christian home does not work well without child obedience. But too often, child obedience in the home is divorced from the gospel of grace. We remove child obedience from following Christ. And so the Apostle Paul seeks to address this in his instruction to children, which I hope you will see is instruction here to the whole church. And so here in these verses, Ephesians 6, verses 1 through 3, we discover three duties that children in Christian homes are to follow in their walk with Christ. And so those three duties are obedience, honor, and gospel living. So the first here, the first duty for children is to obey their parents. Very clear. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. All biblical authority, the the foundation for understanding authority in all of life, it starts in the home with children obeying their parents. This command, this instruction is so important that many have argued that it's at the very foundation of understanding what authority is, at the very foundation of, of human governance. Children learning to obey and to respect authority in the home. And so we can see clearly that this instruction, it's not just a Christian command. It matters for all of life, for everyone in life. It's, it's found in nature. It doesn't take special revelation to make this 
truth known, for it is revealed generally to mankind. All are called to obey their parents. Even the secular world knows this to be right. But how much more, how much more important is it for obedience for children to obey in the Christian home? So, it's very clear to see that if a child struggles with this Christian duty, to obey their parents, to honor their parents, how much harder will it be for them to follow their Lord and to submit to their Lord and to follow Christ? Children are called to obey, Paul says, because this is right. It's righteous. It's the right thing to do. It's, it's just. It's correct. Childhood obedience is written on the heart of all mankind. So Paul says this is right. Children are called to obey. But secondly, he elaborates on this further. He says children are to honor their parents. And here we see that the very foundation for this obedience is from the Ten Commandments, specifically the Fifth Commandment. Specifically, we see the Apostle Paul attaching to this commandment a promise, God's blessing. And so childhood obedience, children honoring their parents, it's not a, it's not a new thing. It's a very old thing, found in God's commandments. Even more, Paul goes on to teach about this commandment, that it's the first commandment with a promise attached to it. It's not just obey this and move on with your life. There's, there's blessing associated with it, this promise of blessing for those who follow this commandment and keep this commandment. And the promise is that if you honor your father and your mother, life will go well for you. In other words, you will experience God's blessing as a result of honoring God's commands, of following God's commands. And so the opposite is true as well. If you do not honor and obey your parents, life will be miserable for you. <laughs> it will not go well for you. And so at the heart of this command is understanding authority. Are you willing to submit to God's authority in your life? Children, that's an important question for you. Are, you. are you going to honor who God has called you to obey? Your teachers, your parents, your boss one day, the, the government, the, the elders of your local church. Are we willing to obey those whom God has placed over us? And this command has that strong promise that promise for the church today, these spiritual promises. Not that if we follow these commands that we'll get land or we'll get more goods and more stuff, but if we obey and honor the Lord, we will experience biblical happiness. We will be fulfilled and fruitful because we're honoring the Lord. We're obeying Him, and He's showering His blessings upon us. So let me ask you children another question to think about. Are you sad all the time at home? No. <laughs> Good. <laughs> right answer. Teenagers, do you feel like your parents are just trying to make you miserable all the time at home? <laughs> or have you looked at your own heart? And to see whether you're honoring the Lord by your obedience to your parents. 
because I think we need to ask the question, and I certainly remember asking this question and facing the reality when I was a teenager, that a lot of times the misery in my life was brought on to my disobedience. So perhaps your misery, your unhappiness is brought on by your unwillingness to follow God's instructions for your life, His commands for your life, His, His good for your life, which is obeying and honoring your parents. And so naturally this comes up, you know, is this a children's sermon or an adult sermon? Or what, what are we talking about here? You know, how, how far does this command go? You know, who, who are the children here? You know, until what age do we follow this commandment? Well, I believe that this commandment, it lasts until a child leaves the home. We see back in chapter 5, verse 31, that Paul instructs that one day a man shall leave his father and mother and be united to his wife. And we see here adulthood, marriage entering the picture. And so, children, at some point, you'll no longer be under your parents' protection and under their financial provision. You'll seek to start your own family. And at that point, this obedience... It'll take a different, different form. It'll, it'll follow a different path. But until then, you're under your parents' authority. But this call to honor our father and mother, it's not just for little children. It's for all of us. All of us are children. All of us belong to someone. We all have parents, and so we can practically fulfill this call to honor our parents, even when we're gone from the home. Perhaps it's by simply caring for elderly parents. Perhaps it's just by showing them appreciation in ways that you never thought possible. Every time I go to the grocery store, every time I pay a medical bill, I I think to go to my father and say, you know, thank you. Should I pay you back for all that? You know? That was a lot. You, you did a lot. Maybe this holiday season, it's going to be tough for you at, 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 in fam, at, with family and at home. And maybe you need to look for ways that it's going to be really hard to honor your mother and your father. This is a call to all of us. Jesus actually had some very harsh rebuke for those who dishonor their parents, who do not love their parents. We're all called to follow this command. But let's look at the third duty. And one of the more important ones I think we need to look at here is that children are called to gospel living in the home. Children are called to obey and honor their parents, and this is the way they live out the gospel in their homes. Look in verse 1 there of chapter 6. Did you notice that little qualifying statement that the Apostle Paul gives here for the children? Children who follow Christ are to obey their parents, he says, in the Lord. He's talking about parents who are Christian parents. Children who are growing up in Christian homes. And so there's a a weightiness to this command, to this instruction, for those who are in Christ, those who belong to Jesus. Because we have a right motivation to obey God. And it's because of what God has done for us. In Christ, in the Lord, Jesus has died for us. He died for sin. 
We are to follow Him. We are to honor Him in the Lord. Those who are in Christ realize what He has done for us, and so we follow Him. And so the most practical way that a child can love the Lord, can honor the Lord, and live out the gospel in their homes is by obeying and honoring their parents. Think about it this way. The last four or five weeks, we've been talking about marriage. And this picture of marriage we've been looking at is this picture of the gospel. And so if adults are to illustrate the gospel in their marriage, then children are to illustrate the gospel in their obedience to their parents. Have you ever thought about it that way, children? Obeying your parents is not just obey. Just do it. You obey because you love Jesus. And you want to honor Him. And you want to show your love for Jesus. And so children, obedience is the biblical response of how you show love for God. This is important. The way you love your parents and honor your parents and obey your parents, it's how you show that you love Jesus and that you are thankful for his gospel. Let me give some practical help for some parents here, some some things I need to hear for sure. Parents, when it comes to raising our children in the home, we have to be intentional about training in obedience. And the way that we have to be intentional in this is that we are shepherding our children's hearts toward obedience. It's easy to slam our fists down or stomp our feet and just say, you better do what I say, instead of going after our children's hearts. And I think one of the most practical ways that we can go after our children's hearts is perhaps memorizing this Bible verse together. Ephesians 6, verse 1. Memorize it together as a family and talk about this verse. Have the children memorize it and recite it to you. And here's the incentive for doing this parents, this command, this biblical instruction, it actually takes the pressure off you. (laughs) It takes the pressure off you as a parent because this command, this instruction helps you point your child to God, helps you point your child to Christ and show his reign and his rule in, in their lives. And so this command is an opportunity to preach the gospel to our children Because our children don't always obey. Our children will mess up. And when they do, we can point them to the cross. And we can say that Jesus died for our disobedience. He he died for mom and dad's disobedience, and he died for your disobedience. And so we can preach the gospel to them. But of course, to our children, we have to emphasize our authority, our God-given authority, that God has placed us over their lives to be their Lord and their master. We are God's chosen instruments for exercising God's authority in their life. And so again, this has huge implications for how we parent our children and how we parent even teenagers that we are in charge of every little thing in their lives. We are called to exercise authority over them. And the reason why we do this, and again, this involves instructing our children's hearts, 
is that we are showing them that, hey, we are both under God's authority here. If I don't, if I don't encourage you toward obedience and honor, then I'm disobeying God. I'm not following God's will for my life. I'm not obeying the Lord. And one of the ways that we do that is by exercising authority, exercising or pointing our children's hearts to the Lord in obedience. We're not just called to be the, the boss over our children. We're called, we're given this awesome responsibility to train and instruct our children and to point them to the gospel, even through their obedience or disobedience. So parents, in order to help you with this, we wanted to give you a resource that I've found immensely helpful, still working my way through it by Paul Tripp. It's called Parenting, 14 Gospel Principles That Can Radically Change Your Family. This is just a huge encouragement for helping us shepherding our, our children's hearts and pointing them to the Lord. And so this is for parents with children or teenagers. We have them out there in the lobby for you for free. The only caveat is you've got to read it. <laughs> but I think you'll find this just a great encouragement and a great help for you, as I have. And let me wrap it up with this. The truth is, the truth is, Adults and children, we all struggle to keep these commands. We have all fallen short of God's standards. None of us are good enough. We have not perfectly obeyed, nor have we honored our parents well. But the good news is we follow one who did obey even his earthly parents and who, most importantly, Jesus obeyed his heavenly Father. And it's, the Bible says that he obeyed his heavenly Father even to death on a cross. And that's what this meal before us means. That's what the Lord's Supper before us shows us and helps us to see. The perfect obedience of Jesus Christ our Savior, even to death on the cross. And so that we can stand before God, not in our own righteousness, but His righteousness, His perfect obedience for us. And so may God help us to see the love of Christ in His perfect obedience. And may He help us to live out the gospel by our obedience. Let's pray. Father, we... We know that these commands, these instructions, they're, they're all too familiar. We confess that you, to you that oftentimes we, we look at them as just simple commands. That's just something we're supposed to do. But there's so much more behind these instructions. That they truly are founded in the gospel. The, the good news that, that Jesus died for disobedient sinners. So, Lord, help us to live in that light and help us to, to live out the gospel daily in our lives, not only in our marriages, but also in the way that we obey and honor and love our parents. We thank you that ultimately we get to look to you in your great love for us. 
So help us to see that, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.